For today's reading, we're going to finish the second chapter of Philippians. Let's read, reading from the NIV. I'm starting at verse 19. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who takes a genuine interest in your welfare, for everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me, and I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you, and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again, you may be glad, and I may have less anxiety. Welcome him in the Lord with great joy, and honour men like him because he almost died for the work of Christ, risking his life to make up for the help you could not give me. And from the New Living Translation, If the Lord Jesus is willing, I hope to send Timothy to you soon for a visit. Then he can cheer me up by telling me how you are getting along. I have no one else like Timothy who genuinely cares about your welfare. All the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to Jesus Christ. But you know how Timothy has proved himself. Like a son with his father, he has served with me in preaching the good news. I hope to send him to you just as soon as I find out what is going on, sorry, what is going to happen to me here. And I have confidence from the Lord that I myself will come to see you soon. Meanwhile, I thought I should send Epaphroditus back to you. He is a true brother, co-worker and fellow soldier, and he was your messenger to help me in my need. I am sending him because he has been longing to see you, and he was very distressed that you heard he was ill. And he certainly was ill, in fact he almost died, but God had mercy on him and also on me so that I would not have one sorrow after another. So I am all the more anxious to send him back to you, for I know you will be glad to see him, and then I will not be so worried about you. Welcome him with the Lord's love and with great joy, and give him the honour that people like him deserve, for he risked his life for the work of Christ, and he was at the point of death while doing for me what you couldn't do from far away. So there are just a couple of key points that I want to highlight for you from this passage. Firstly, we can see the importance of encouraging each other. This was written this letter from Paul was written well before emails and text messages were a thing, even before postal workers existed. Letters were sent with a messenger. The church at Philippi had sent Epaphroditus to Paul to help take care of his, his needs and be an encouragement. Paul is sending him back so that they can be glad and he will have news that will ease his anxiety. Paul is also sending Timothy to help with their needs and then bring back news, bring back the latest news from them to Paul. We can see the importance of encouraging one another, sharing news about how we're going, helping each other in our needs and encouraging new churches 
and etc. They did so at great cost. We can easily just send an email or a letter these days or a phone call. But for them, they sent messengers and the travel was often dangerous and definitely took a long time and was usually by foot. I also want to talk specifically about Timothy. There are two books in the Bible dedicated to Paul's writing to Timothy, encouraging and teaching him. They're called um, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, and they're later in the Bible than the Philippians letter that we're looking at today. I just want to read you two verses. They're from 1 Timothy 4, verses 12 to 13. Um, reading from the New Living Translation. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. And the same verses from the NIV. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching. So we can see from this that Timothy was young. Um, and yet Paul was encouraging Timothy to, to um, serve God and to serve the church. I just want those words to sink in. I'll read the, the New Living Translation again and let them really sink, sink in. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. They're powerful words. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Learn God's way, live God's way, share God's way, and teach God's way. Think about who you can encourage. I'm just going to pray. Father God, thank you for Paul. Thank you for Timothy. Thank you for Epaphroditus. Thank you for all the people who have gone before and encouraged churches and encouraged believers thank you for those people in our church who encourage us today and help us to be bold to speak boldly to live a God life to live boldly even though we are young help us to encourage others and share God's way Help us to walk in faith. In Jesus' name, amen.